Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee, by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the they found the we have a electricity line described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cup of murder. We hear about street gangs and biker gangs all of the time. But have you heard of a railroad gang? On March 3rd, 1959, a man was born who would go on to become one of the most gruesome killers in the freight train Riders of America, a gang that was responsible for hundreds of transient deaths along the railways. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. The Freight Train Riders of America was a gang of outlaws formed in the early 1980s that lived along the railways where they robbed, hijacked, and murdered anyone who got in their way. They were known as desperate and dangerous men whose existence, for the longest time, was seen as a myth. One of those members was a man named Robert Joseph Silveria, or, as he was known to his fellow members, Sidetrack. But to police and news sources, he was known as the Boxcar Killer. 
Robert systematically killed men all along the American railways during the early 1990s. The gang would run drugs, collect money, and when anyone got in their way, they would simply get rid of them. It is believed that Robert Silveria was responsible for as many as 100 murders along the tracks. These individuals were often killed with a machete, axe, or buck knife before being placed on the tracks to be run over by oncoming trains. Many of his victims were homeless, transient, or drug users, meaning many of these deaths were simply classified as suicides or accidents. Many weren't even reported. So for 15 years, Robert committed his crimes relatively undetected until a police detective and prosecutor in Salem, Oregon, took a closer look at a Salem murder and began unraveling this twisted story of the freight train riders of America and their killer sidetrack. Robert Silveria was arrested on March 2, 1996, and during the course of their investigation, confessed to 28 murders. Ultimately, he was convicted of the three murders that could be concretely pinned on him and was sentenced to two life sentences in Wyoming. He was then convicted of one murder, that of Charles Randall Boyd in Kansas, and of another, that of Willie Clark in Florida. Robert Silveria Jr. is currently imprisoned in the Wyoming Medium Correctional Institution, where he works as a head cook and as a support system for other inmates. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on March 4th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.